We have a new team at the top of our NFL power rankings. We're actually getting a little more competitive when it comes to our Stone Cold Lead Pipe locks. Hot stove baseball is going on in the NBA in-season tournaments winding down. This is the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. Stay tuned. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. This is Chad the Mark with... Mr. Brown, Canadian Biggie. Mangu! <laughs> we got a full squad here, and uh, you know, I'm excited because we got a lot to talk about. We're going to cover all bases. Mr. Brown, I know you got some hot stove stuff you want to get off your chest. I want to talk about football. Uh, I need you guys to educate me on the NBA uh, tournament thing that was going on here midseason. It's weird, but let's start off. There was a couple of birthdays that I didn't know these guys shared a birthday. You got Johnny Bench, arguably the best catcher ever, and then uh, Larry Legend, Larry Bird. Yeah. I wonder if they ever get together and like throw back a couple beers. That'd be cool. They'd have to, right? I same. Mean, they, they're they in the same circles, I'd say. Maybe. Have you ever checked to see if you share a birthday with anybody famous? I'm the I'm with The Rock. Are you really? Yeah. That's, that's all right. I, I don't know any. I don't think I have anybody notable. I don't have anyone that I'm aware of. Mine was the date that, uh, <laughs> in Back to the Future, that they traveled to in the future. That's that, your birthday. That's your birthday? October 21st. That's the day they traveled to. Okay. 2015. So, and the Cubs won the World Series? Yeah. Yeah. That worked out. You did. <laughs> Mr. Brown didn't see Back to the Future until he was in his 30s. No, uh, it was probably like two years. Yeah, two years ago. That's that's tragic. I watched several movies I should have watched like two decades ago while I was out with neck surgery, and uh, a lot of them stood the test of time. <laughs> I'm like, why haven't I watched this like decades ago? There's only so much time in the day. We do have a little company down here tonight. Mr. Brown's a ferocious dog. That How much does Marley weigh? Five pounds. Negative three pounds. Right now, he's walking around. I have cats that are definitely heavier than this dog, but uh, the, the dog... Is uh, it's making me nervous. He's yeah, all around the he, soundboard and he's stuff. Five he's five pounds just... walking around on the pool table, and he's just nervous. Why? Why is he here tonight? What happened? Uh, he's just down here because I'm tired of him looking down from his pier from the other uh, house up there, like barking at us. All How right. many feet away are we from the main house? What do you think it is? Hundred, hundred and fifty feet, probably something like that. But he, that he sits up there on that like pier in that closet uh, window and just barks down at us like. You heathens are pathetic. Nonstop. We'll do the show like three segments in, go outside and take a piss break, and you can just hear him up there. Like it's he never like, it's stops. It's like that meme of the Simpsons principal where he's like, pathetic. <laughs> That's how he looks down at you. <laughs> Your little ass dog that weighs 1.8 ounces yeah. is looking down at you like yeah. peasants. So we yeah. let him down there for a minute, but he's probably not going to stay long. Uh, well, uh, speaking of uh, staying long... The Eagles. Let's <laughs> can we start there? I O. I O. The the Eagles were our number one team for what, like ten weeks in a row? It seems like we we uh, universally. I thought you was referring to the meme I put on our page today. What was that about this? Uh, there was this Eagles fan, and she said, "Jalen, you can push my tush any day." Mm, was that uh, was that that one Eagles fan in the black pants? Yeah, and she had like the- green hair. I don't know. You know what I'm talking about. The one that was at the uh, playoff game this, last this, year this that went di- viral? It's, it's a different, oh, different one. You should have used that one. This Everybody one had, likes this that This one picture. had no booty. Mm. Just no appreciation for the finer things in life, I guess. But the uh, thing I want to start with, though, is the Niners finally healthy. They rolled into Philly. They destroyed them. 
just absolutely dismantled them. And then, you know, one week later, we all universally have them at the top of the mountain again. Is this short-lived, or do you feel like this is long-term? I think the Niners are the best team in the league. They're healthy, finally. Everybody's back, made a trade for Chase Young. We had them at number one to start the year. We didn't take them down until they got injured and lost a couple games. I really felt like that uh, San Fran was going to come in there and punch them in the mouth in Philly. Uh, did we it, all pick them to cover? I think we did, and uh, they, they dominated them, every aspect of the ball. Um, like Vegas knew. What was the spread? Wasn't it like six? Philly was, was three, on the road, and, and, and they were th- or it was in Philly, and uh, they were a three-point dog. They're three and a half. half. Three yeah. and a half. That might be why I'm saying six. I'm using the biggie yeah. math that he's yeah. taught us. But my – my whole thing was if Vegas was confident enough to pick them to to be a favorite, oh, it's a lock they're going to win, right? Like you just had to feel that. And the way they uh, just showed up and took care of business, I, are are they that much better than everybody else? Do you feel like it's it's theirs to lose at this point in the NFC? It's well, such a weird thing because of the three weeks in a row they lost, and and we're so quick to judge on on one loss, one game. They are so solid. The overreaction week to week, right? Everyone yeah, acts well, like the but, sky's falling. But the the problem with the Niners when they weren't playing well, it was all injury related. Like it wasn't – well, and Brock Purdy didn't look like the Brock Purdy we had seen. But how the hell did he look this past week, Biggie? Four touchdowns. Now they're giving him MVP talk. I know. He went from he's just a system quarterback, he's not the guy, and now they're like, well, maybe. Maybe we need him at the one Niners are uh, interested in uh, – Tight end just got released. Zach Ertz, too. They re- oh, that's right. I forgot about I him. I thought he was a shoe in for Philly. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I don't. Philly got pushed around on a line last week, which I know the Niners have a really good defensive and offensive line, but typically that's where they always went at. If you don't get the short yardage situations at Philly, they're a different team. Like their their whole thing is play ahead of the chains. They never have a second and 13. They don't have a third and nine. Like, they're always like second and six, second and five, third and two. And then if they end up doing a fourth and two or fourth and one, they don't bat an eye because, to your point, they just move the line. Uh, and and now, like, is is the sentiment growing even louder about how they need to change the rules because of this? The, the, the brotherly shove? Well, the... Rumor is Goodell is uh, going to put an end to that, and mm-hmm. he's going to do it over uh, player safety. How's it player safety? I have no idea. Who's getting hurt in this in this play? It's just a rugby play. But that's what uh, I, Kelsey I, and Kelsey honestly, have that it's because podcast. Philly's the only one that can do it. No one else can emulate it. And they on top of that, do even though so Philly much does it, it's boring as hell to see, and they don't want to see it because it is boring as hell to watch. You know, they just They're signed made. Shaq Leonard. Is that news or noise? Yeah. Noise, probably. I don't know. Why? Are you excited about that? I, I think he's solid. I don't understand why Indianapolis let him go. Uh, I mean, he's still young. They talk about him like he's over the hill. He's like 26. In the NFL, that's old. Yeah. <laughs> he's only in his sixth season. He's a good player. I think for 30, 35 snaps a game, I think it's really good ad. I mean, yeah, I'm not saying it's not a good ad, but like, I don't know if it's like the difference maker that's going to set him apart. We, I don't know. <laughs> we'll find out. What was that? <laughs> that wasn't that wasn't a full fledged Biggie uh, going. Well, uh, the other team, other team I want to ask about is the Chiefs, right? Because the Chiefs, you know, we've had them. Hold in the on, top. stop them. Oh, okay, go ahead. I'm on an island here. Why? Because the Cowboys are going to Super Bowl. You heard it here first. 
What is wrong with you? We wanted to talk about the Niners. What is wrong with you? He is blinded by the way that Dak is playing, and Dak is his fantasy quarterback, so it's Cowboys, Cowboys, Cowboys. Dallas, it will be in the Super Bowl, I can tell you, before Philly will. Mr. Brown, of all people, who never goes out on a ledge, likes to go with the the consensus picks on almost everything. He, He knows what good looks like, and the Cowboys ain't been good since you were in puberty. I had puberty early, pal. Exactly. You're not helping my case or your case. You're helping mine. What's wrong with you? Why no, I'm, in the, I'm what? telling you, they're a complete team. I'm telling you, they're they're trending in a different direction than Philly is. Now I get the San Fran. San Fran is their only obstacle, but bullshit. No, it is. And 100 percent's their only obstacle. If they play Philly, don't they play this week? I think Philly plays. Uh, or no. What is Dallas? Play? I heard it at the bar today. San so I knew Fran it was bad plays information. Seattle. Philly anyway, plays a really good team. My point is, if Philly and Dallas lined up today, I would go Dallas because they're trending in a different direction. Mm, I wouldn't. I'd I would. go Philly. They beat them by two touchdowns the first time they played. Easily. Dallas is the NFC version of the Dolphins. We both love them, but who if they beat? But guess They've who the number the, one the team is they in play AFC, that are the decent, Dolphins. They lose. When they can beat a good team, fine. They run the score up on bad teams. Good. You beat the teams you should. Beat somebody when it matters, because when you get in the playoffs, the Niners, the Eagles, good teams, that's where you're going to have to beat to go somewhere. Provided they're healthy, I'm going with San Francisco as the NFC favorite. I mean, I'm with you 100% on San Francisco. The thing with Dallas, let me be clear, Dallas is a good team. They, They should be in the conversation. I'm just surprised that you're willing on week 14 to go out on a limb and go ahead and declare that, that that's what it's going to be. No, I mean, obviously, anybody's relying on injuries and whatnot. I'm saying right now, I like the way they're playing. Oh, yeah. If if Dak gets hurt and is out for the year, right. you, you get a mulligan, clearly. If all things are equal, I like the way they're playing ball. I'm telling you. Their offense is more dynamic than any other offense in NFC. So, how far out are you willing to go that they win this weekend? Dallas. Because you just said they're the best team in the NFC, right? All right, good. All right, so... This weekend at home, they got the Eagles coming in. The Eagles coming in off a loss. So that's why I just ask. <laughs> he just but, now looked it up. So he's saying <laughs> Dallas is going to win this weekend. Clearly, that's what I said. Okay. <laughs> I'll make you a uh, $25 wager that Philly beats them. That's fine. All right, we'll make it friendly. A bottle of uh, beam versus some big timber. There we go. All right. So Philly's going to go stomp that ass. The, the other thing uh, that I've said a lot is. I feel like Miami, who you just mentioned, is the number one seed. Them and Dallas are pretty much the same team. Like, when they play the the good teams, it's a big question mark. When they play average or below average teams, they they wipe the floor with them. But yet Miami's here as a number one seed. I think they play the week of Christmas. So, like, to me, that's a hell of a Christmas gift because oh, yeah. we'll kind of get to see which one might be the pretender or contender there. So, I mean, the best team probably that Dallas has played record-wise is Seattle. And uh, it, it was a close game. That's why I'm surprised that he has that statement because last week was not a very impressive showing. They had they had to pull that game out of their ass. Offensively, they were great. Yep. But uh, defensively, they I, uh, I just feel like in, there's not a team consistently that can keep up with them offensively in the in the NFC. I'm just telling you, they have the best offense, and it's it's declared. You look up the stats; it is what it is. I declare. <laughs> I do declare. I mean, so he's I got mean, the vapors well, and. I'm 
I'm telling you right now, like for me, like the Dolphins, if the Dolphins lined up with the Chiefs today, I'd probably pick the Dolphins because they're trending in the same direction the Cowboys. There, there's something wrong with the Chiefs, right? Offensively. Yeah, they, they don't look Mahomes good. Mahomes' lowest uh, passing yards total in like four years or average per game. Which is still pretty good. Yeah, it's like a two. Clearly, he didn't make Tyreek, right? <laughs> I mean, everyone wanted. Yeah, Tyreek's talking about breaking two thousand yards, man. Like, is there? That's a real possibility. Like, I I don't know what his trajectory is right now, but yeah, you're. Uh, he's projected to be the all time leader in receiving yards, but they have the one extra game. I get it. Uh, but Still. he's 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 projected to beat Calvin Johnson's record, and he's only five hundred yards away from two thousand right now. Could he get it in sixteen games? I think he could. If he did, then that would just be a moot point when he even. Pads of stats. Yeah. It could have to have like an asterisk by it then. Not asterisk. if he beats it within the same amount of games. 16 games, no. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you do it in the same amount of games, you're good. But if it takes that extra game, if you break it See, in the same I think that's game. all bullshit anyway, because it's not his fault they added an extra game. No. It's no different when MLB went from 154 games to 162. There's no asterisk for those games. So when did when did they make that change? It was back in the sixties, I think. Okay. I, I wasn't sure what year they changed. That's why I was asking. 60s, but I'm saying no one talks about that. I was eight last game. So, I mean, this is one game that he didn't make the rules. He just lived by them. No, I'm with you, but I think that's how they'll end up doing it, though. Because you're going to – well, maybe not, though, because you know what's going to happen. They're going to put an asterisk in there. They all, want this extra All game. these damn offensive statistics and records and whatnot, they're all going to get shattered over the next, like, 10 to 15 years, the way the – Definitely the passing records. You'll end up doing all your record comparisons not by totals but by per-game averages because they're going to go to 18 games here in a couple of years. Yeah, but even the per-games are, are just – like, the passing yards now? Like, if you threw for 300 yards in 1984 – your name had to be Dan Marino. I mean, that's just the way it was. Mr. Brown, Williams. Mr. Brown was right on the '60s, but what year in the '60s, Mr. Brown? What I year? think I know. Hey, can I tell I you? I think up. I know what I, year. I, I'm it gonna is. go up 1964. Mm. I tell you, 1962. Yeah. What? What's your guess? Put the I microphone in your 1961. mouth. 1961. Because Roger Maris or something. Is there, there was a, a big deal about Maris not hitting. A home run to break Babe Ruth's record until he had already been – the well, season were, was deeper. Ooh, if you guessed 1964, you were wrong. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was 1961. Hey. Oh, there you go. That's why he's here. He always has those stupid answers. It doesn't. Billy Crystal made a movie on it, too. Oh, Man. that's it. You watched a movie. When's the last time oh, you saw a movie with movie. Billy Crystal? I haven't seen that but, movie. Uh, well, no, he wasn't in the movie. He made the movie because he's a huge Yankees fan. Did but he no. narrate it? Probably so. I never uh, watched it. I just know he made a big deal about it. And back then, they made a big deal. Is it got the Roger Maris is from North work. Dakota. So I'm going to know an odd fact sense. about him. Fargo, North Dakota. His fellow Canadian. Mike Wazowski. You forgot to fill out your paperwork. <laughs> David, call your mother. <laughs> Don't do it again. Stop it. <laughs> that haunted me for like a full week. David. Uh, no, no we don't need to go there. The video online is enough. <laughs> It'll live forever. Yes. Oh, my God. Uh, I, I got to ask, uh, do you have anything else in the NFL? I'm good. I feel like we got it out of the way. It was just the shakeup at the top. Like the rest of the teams, after like the top four, five, like – it's a clear drop off, right? I don't. Chad Demark, uh, your Bengals—they were surprising. I, I was surprised that they threw the ball with the accuracy they did. Thirty-one for thirty-five, I believe. 
Uh, just, you know, I, not a great opponent, you know, but I didn't expect to win uh, because we talk about Jacksonville. They were eight and three. But but it's Jacksonville. You've watched them. Where have they been at? In our, what's the highest you've had Jacksonville in your power rankings this year? I mean, it's not been great, <laughs> and, and they're not. But they're still eight and three. They they haven't really even had to play a whole lot of offense because they've been decent defensively. And uh, if I didn't see the name, I would have thought those were Joe Burrow stats. I mean, they did have a offense. whole video about Joe Burrow kind of trying to put down because now it's uh, instead of Joe Burrow, it's. What's his first name there? Jake. Yeah, Jake, it's Br- Jake Burr. Jake no, now it's Jake Burr. One thing that stood out to me, though, is everyone talked about the AFC coming into the season, and you could arguably say that the Niners, Eagles, Cowboys, and NFC are the top three teams of football right now. You could arguably say that, and then before you even talk about an AFC team, talking about the Ravens, Chiefs, and Dolphins in no particular order, but it's like the NFC's got this – Tier, it's, it's flipped. And then you have the AFC uh, tier, but that's not how it was in preseason. No, it's insane to me because that's where we are now, and it's it's it just it blows. You're my right mind. though. NFC is clearly the best. Like no, even I, their bad teams. I get that our, Dallas at three is arguable. I'm just saying, like you have th- two or three good teams in NFC, and then AFC's right there, four, five, six. I feel like, but like Seattle is not a good team. Because they're in the NFC. I think if they're in the AFC, you probably don't feel as bad about them. You know, I think you look at a team like the Chargers, and if you put them in the NFC, you'd probably think they'd have three wins. Probably. It's just, I mean, it depends on division and whatnot. But the NFC is like marge, like a large margin. And I would have never seen it. Yeah, I'm yeah. with you. So that's. I would take the Rams over a lot of teams in the AFC. I would take the Packers, yeah. and they're not even in there, in oh, there yet. Can we stop there for a second? Is How's the stock market on Jordan Love right now? It's going up. Again, there was some overreaction on uh, – uh, he started off great. How do we know we're not overreacting now? That we don't. Jordan Love is like Bitcoin way high, <laughs> bottomed out, now it's coming back. Is it? It's never going to be what it once was, though. So he's never going to be Aaron Rodgers. Dude, you got teams on the bottom half you wouldn't have thought at the beginning of the year. Green Bay, six and six. Uh, the Rams are six and six. Six and six, uh, Minnesota. What, six and six, Seattle? Two no, of those and, teams get in the playoffs. And the, the thing that's most surprising for Green Bay right now, Jordan Love's been playing amazing. But there's another guy who everyone was writing off and saying he was a bum and he's a bust and he's not that guy. And he's been amazing. Who would I be talking about? Ezekiel Elliott. For the Packers, you dumbass. <laughs> Wide receiver Christian Watson. Yeah, he's came back here. Like he, the last he, they were saying he couldn't even catch anymore. He was a guy that – he he's never going to be a one like dropping easy touchdowns, and now he's making these amazing he plays. Bill Three touchdowns. Oh. Bill Belichick. Let's have a moment of respect here for the. We're coach. on to Cincinnati. We're uh, actually on our way to Pittsburgh, and uh, <laughs> you know I uh, I currently uh, have the second overall pick in the twenty twenty four draft. Where's the closest massage parlor? Preferably yeah. Chinese. Oh, that's Bobby K. I. Uh, <laughs> 
I'll tell you, Ed Reed, he is one hell of a football player. <laughs> I was hoping the Patriots don't mess up and win this game. Right now we got the number two pick. So we got the Patriots and Steelers on Thursday night this evening. Uh, so th- this is interesting because the Steelers still very much alive. Uh, the Patriots, to your point, is just a very slow-burning dumpster fire. But, man, what a marquee quarterback matchup we got tonight. We talked about earlier I said, you know, they're going to go to 18 games in a couple of years. Look at where they are at 17 games. How many backup quarterbacks are playing across the league? Just I trash like football. Is half the league backup quarterbacks right now? It It's t- going to be 12 this weekend with a possibility of being 13 if Derek Carr doesn't play. Mm. I wonder what the record is for that with a non-strike season. <laughs> it's got to be this year. This is insane. All the rules are protect the quarterbacks, and we still have this. The Patriots are so bad, they got flexed out of Monday Night Football, and they were playing the Chiefs. Man, that's a, it's a, it's a sad day. It's bad. Man, what a fall from grace. I feel for you, Biggs. Oh, it's been a nice ride. Fun ride. Rides lasted almost a quarter century. We can do it for one down year. <laughs> I want to give you guys some QB matchups this week. We got Bailey Zappi versus Mitch Trubisky. That's tonight. We got uh, CJ, how do you say his name? Brethard versus Joe Flacco. Gardner Minshew versus Jake Browning. Baker Mayfield versus Desmond Ritter. Josh Dobbs versus Aiden O'Connell. And Bryce Young versus Jameis Winston. Some great wow. football this weekend. Wow. Can I say that after having sat on the couch for I don't know how long, Joe Flacco looked good in that game last week. You can still throw the ball a mile. All I know is when he reads off that script just now, I just want to, <laughs> in my head, this is the XFL. Like, that's what it sounds like. This is awful. It, uh, you're onto something there. Uh, and you wonder why Mahomes got the flag when he got clearly hit in bounds. This that past is week. almost half of this week's starting quarterbacks. Think about that. 12 of the league's quarterbacks that is named off. And they're that's trying how bad to expand into Europe with this shit. Oh, you know how bad that no would be. No wonder the guy in this meme's puking. I mean, that's that's horse <laughs> shit. Like, who's I saw pay from a distance. This? I thought he was bending over and doing something else. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, you brought this up, Big, before we jump off the NFL. The the Jaguars. Uh, what the hell was that story? Because we were talking about them. Uh, being Did you guys read beers. that thing that I sent in there? I, I, all I know is it had something to do where, oh, Mongo's getting so, the coffee beans here. Wait a minute. Are those chocolate-covered coffee beans? Or are these the peanuts? What are these? They are chocolate-covered, dark chocolate-covered coffee beans. Coffee beans. Uh, my my wife is my wife is here. Have you ever had these? Just nod, yes or no, no. You, these are amazing. I, I need one. I need one or two of these. I'm all. The listeners are going to hear about Tina Meats' little chocolate-covered coffee beans. Try one, Laura. You had them. Um, do you like coffee? I like coffee. It's, it's it's insane. <laughs> the silence is everybody enjoying chocolate-covered coffee beans. <laughs> That'll be gone by the end no, of the evening. No. More for us. <laughs> they don't like it. Mm, what? Wow. They said it's like eating dirt. What a travesty. It That's is. all right. They don't know. So anyway, eating dirt, Jacksonville, I don't know. That's the best segue I can come up with. He was like doing fake uh, balance sheets he was, to make money off like digital wire transfers. He was or some their shit. purchasing agent for anything that they needed. So, like, he bought himself a Tesla. He bought a couple of different homes. He was taking. Uh, first he had class. only fans too, didn't he? 
charter flights across the country. I don't know if he had. No, that was George Santos. Never mind. Uh, (laughs) My bad. Wrong guy. To the tune of $22 million. And what he would do was like money laundering. You ever seen Ozark? When he would make a purchase, he was his own boss. He was the only, he would sign off on it. So instead of it being 22,000, he'd write it for 45,000. He'd say what the fake purchase was. He'd take the extra cash. And when he bought like the Tesla, that was actually, that's why they were making fun of Trevor Lawrence having to walk all the way back because he spent the money they needed for a cart on a Tesla. <laughs> that's great. You're talking about the guy that stole 22 million? Yes. Okay. How are you going to even recoup half of that? Well, he's going to go to jail for a long I have a question for you. He's going to go to jail for a long time. How many years would you trade for having 22 million? Uh, but I mean, because he only had it for like, what, four years? Yeah. Yeah, so he was basically getting around seven to eight million a year, maybe something like that, maybe less, five to six, maybe. So I don't know. I how many years? He's looking going? at twenty years in prison. Twenty years. How much should you go to jail? How long should you go to jail for stealing twenty two million dollars? Well, a lot of that stuff. It's not like you can repay it back with like, like the, the charter flight. Yeah. yeah, I guess it depends on who you stole it from. <laughs> right <laughs> like there's no such thing as a victimless crime but depending on who the victim is depending on how bad we swiftly retaliate yeah. so he, like if he took it out of the salvation army or the crippled jar at 7-eleven you know he's getting life but like you're taking it from tony khan who just like writes checks to his son to have a wrestling company so which i like but it's still you know we're so not feeling robin bad. hood so we're not punishing him is he right now? I didn't say it was Robin Hood. You know, he could have been taking homeless people on those flights. Mm, he could have been. Maybe that's how they got to Cape Cod. How good are you doing, though, is like a, I mean, Jaguars are not a top tier NFL organization. I like how you said that word. Jaguars. It was nice. Champagne. They're not even a top tier organization. And it takes years to notice, oh, $22 million is missing. Well, I mean, what's uh, Shad Khan worth, though? Like, well, that's the thing. Billion? That, listen, it's not that far to find. Go check Urban Meyer at the strip clubs and call it a day. Like, that's it's, where it all started. He's the motorboating yeah. champion. He's admitted it. And this go, guy was hired under Urban Meyer's. Go uh, look regime. for the tabs, you know? It's got to be from motorboating titties. Oh, 22K. Urban. Urban, Urban Meyer. Urban Urban Cowboy. The kicker. You kicker. know he's got to come back to coach at some point. He's got to finish this. I didn't realize he was as big as he was seeing on, uh, on that panel or the people on that uh, college football show. He's a big dude, ain't he? He's big. I didn't realize that either. Dude, he towers over Charles Woodson. Well, I mean, Woodson's like 5'10", 5'11". Like he's he's talking, and I'm like, who the hell is yeah. this offensive line? I'm like, holy <laughs> shit, that's Urban Meyer. That's how big he is. I, why would you ever give up the cushy gig on TV and go back to coaching at this point? Like it, most of these because it always almost kills him anyway. The, well, and that's his exact out. He's just got to take over a high profile job for four or five years, win a bunch, and then people will completely forget he ever coached the Jags and kicked his kicker. So Jim Harbaugh come to the NFL, and then Urban Meyer gets to go to Michigan, and now oh. he's coaching Ohio State and Michigan. I think Michigan fans would burn the stadium down before they let Urban <laughs> coach a game at it. There, there are so many high profile, pro, high profile coaches that would go into college, and they would love it. Like just like Gruden coming back to well, the Indiana, Indiana Hoosiers. Yeah, the that, game they would love that. The game's changed now it's not college anymore it's kind of like the nfl and 
Like, Biggie, you were sending us the updates all week about the portal and oh, yeah. the amount of people that are in the top 25 that have, like, double-digit players that are leaving. The starting – who are the big quarterbacks that did? Ohio State's QB went in the portal. Start, QB I thought it was went both the portal. of them. Their start – well, they've had a couple people. All three of their QBs are in, but they're, yeah, they're starter. Uh, but now, and, and to be fair, some of them do say – they're not necessarily transferring. They're just putting their name in the portal because you're basically just enticing other schools to reach out and say, we'll wind it down, you big boy. Come on. I'll tell you what. It, I hate the portal the way it is because it's like it's so easy for these athletes to be like, is the grass greener over here? I can just go in the portal every year and see what comes my way. It just drives me. It drives me nuts. I shouldn't have to relearn a whole roster for college more than I would have for an NFL franchise. I mean, Ohio State. They're they're they've got one loss, one loss, and they've got half, blow it up. They got half their team transferring out. I mean, where are you going to go? Like this isn't good enough for me. I'm going to go somewhere where there's zero losses. Where are they going to go? They want to go to Florida State and not be in the tournament. That's the Just goal. Like OSU. That's the goal. <laughs> uh, we we didn't even get a chance to talk about the CFP either, man. That that uh, that's a bit shaky. Did we talk about that last week? You did not. Oh, we didn't. It wasn't out yet. It just happened this past weekend. I'm an idiot. That's why you didn't talk yeah, about it. But, all right, so so who else? Uh, uh, who went to Oregon? That was um, Oklahoma's QB, right? Yep. Dylan Gabriel. Dylan Gabriel. And then did... Uh, Oregon State or Washington State. Whichever QB left Clemson. DJ Oregon. I can't say his name. It's got too many cons- consecutive yeah. vowels. So <laughs> he left and went out there, and now he's left there after this year. So he'll be on his third team in three years. Which, I mean, if it works out for him, it's just nuts. Like Mr. Brown was saying, a guy might get granted a fifth year of eligibility and be at five different colleges. Let me ask you a question. Does this does, does the transfer portal make it harder or easier to evaluate talent for the NFL? I mean, I think it. I don't think it changes it. I, mean, I think it's kind of relevant, really, how they would evaluate, right? Honestly, it almost it might help them honestly because if you throw a player in three different systems, you can see how he reacts to all of them. Because so. they're not leaving because I, of I, I playing time; they're leaving be because of money. Honestly. You know, well, some of them are leaving because of playing time, and I think it does help evaluate them because you might have a guy that went from a smaller. P5 school or a group of five, then he goes to a P5 school and he's playing in the SEC. Say he plays Vanderbilt, they're a bad team, but he's wide receiver and he's going against LSU in Florida. All of a sudden, that guy from Marshall that went in the sixth round, he might be a second round pick now. I feel like they find talent everywhere, though. Like, it doesn't matter. But I I think if you transfer and play against better competition, it can only help because you put bad numbers up against bad or good numbers against bad teams. How do we know how good this guy is? Not everybody's Randy Moss out there playing for Marshall. No, but, you know, we were talking about some of them transferring for playing time, but my my point is the ones that we were mentioning, these are all potential first-round, like, draft picks. They're not moving for playing time. They're they're going after money. And we already saw where what was the highest-paid guys, like six, seven million? Yeah, I think that uh, Caleb Williams and the Sanders quarterback, Shador, were the ones that were up in that range or, or projected to be. I know Caleb Williams was making $5 million, is what they said. Right. Now, when you talk about NFL analyzing players, I do think they might look at Caleb Williams crying with his mom in the stands after a loss as being maybe a little uh, questionable. 
Ooh, we're getting back to the Caleb Williams' beers. stock is really falling. People are loving Drake May over him. Caleb Williams is 6'1". Got a couple of questionable character uh, traits, apparently. No. And uh, now Drake May is everybody's darling. Now, Mr. Brown was real hot on uh, Oregon making the CFP, but it uh, not so fast, my friend. What happened? Well, apparently, uh, you know, I, I didn't think Washington had in him to beat him twice. It's, it's hard to beat anybody twice. I mean – and because when you go quarterback play, clearly I feel like Nix is the better quarterback overall. I just didn't feel like he would lose again, and he did. And apparently uh, Washington's quarterback just a better college fit, and he just knows how to win at a college level. Heisman so. winner. Probably, right? Penix. What'd you say? Penix is his name, but <laughs> Daniels is winning the Heisman LSU quarterback. You think so? Yeah. ESPN is really pushing Daniels. Because of the SEC, man. Yeah. ESPN's the one that got Florida State out of the CFP because if an FCC team hadn't got in, ESPN was projected to lose up to $150 million. So with the current situation, what was the right thing to do? Who should have made the CFP? Did they get it right and somebody was just getting screwed? I mean, what what do you – I know we text a lot about it this week, but now that you've had time to kind of decompress some thoughts and, and you know, organize what you think should have happened – if you got your righteous sword and you can cast down whoever did you wrong, what would you change? I can't get mad about Florida State. Now, if Jordan Travis was still healthy, then yes, they have a gripe. They have a gripe if Jordan Travis is healthy. So, I mean, that's the only thing I would say. But also with Georgia, to be undefeated all season long and then lose at the end, they also have – I think they have a gripe too, personally, because they did lose to Alabama, who's in. I don't know. I mean, like, how do you judge? It's hard to not have the reigning defending. How do you take Georgia, who was number one in every CFP poll from the time it started? They lose one game on a neutral field by three points, and they drop to six. That's my point. So Their gripe's as big as Florida State. I feel like Georgia's gripe's probably bigger than Florida State's, to be honest. And let's not act like Florida State wasn't really ugly in those last two games. Like, it, it just wasn't pretty. Hey, you know, Florida State is the first Power 5 team to go undefeated when their conference and not make the CFP. Had to happen to somebody. Remember 1993, the Mountaineers were undefeated, but instead they put one loss Florida State in the national title game ahead of us? Yeah, and we got our ass whooped by Florida. Yeah. Fuck you, Florida State. <laughs> I was looking at the people on the committee, and I felt like Florida State was going to be the out based on the people on the committee. You had Big 10, you had Big 12, you had SEC. I think it's cute that you think the committee matters. You think you think somebody else was calling the shots? This yeah. is all ESPN. ESPN's deciding who they want in. They're just telling people what to do. Well, then why didn't they put in Georgia and Alabama? Because if you do it too obvious, then people are going to revolt, and they already have it planned to be fixed next year. So just don't make it too too bad. ESPN's going to want six of the twelve teams to be uh, to be SEC schools. Well, I, I don't think it matters when they have the expanded playoffs in those games. As long as it's, you know, a good representation, then they have the – whatever's going to give people good matchups. But honestly, like if you draw it up and like look at the teams that are like six, seven, eight, nine right now. Like if they had a playoff this year, any of them, it wouldn't be that surprising if they pulled it out. Like would you be Florida so, if Ohio State won the national championship? No. Oh, we I think we had this conversation before. I don't know if it's all of us, just me and Mr. Brown, but watch them play Michigan. That was their only loss all year long. It was a close game at the end. Iowa State's as good as 
Florida State. I mean, right I agree. You watched that Michigan OSU game, and they were both two heavyweight teams. So, uh, watching the way Ohio State played against Michigan, if Michigan's the overall consensus number one, Ohio State can play with anybody in the country. No. I mean, I, so I who wins it? You got Bama versus uh, Michigan. Michigan. And oh, Texas they did not like Washington. that draw at all. Did you see that? Michigan's room. Man, they were not happy at all. They barely reacted when they got Bama, and they had Bama's room. Oh, man, those guys were happy to be playing Michigan. I'm telling you right now, Bama is beating Michigan. So you like Bama to win? Who's Texas or Washington? I'm, I'm going with Washington. So Texas, you got Bama, Texas. Washington? Yeah. Bama winning the title. Yes. I hate I hate the Michigan-Bama game. Uh, I'll, I'll give you my prediction that I, I on a scale 1 to 10, it's like a 2. And then, Mongo, you can tell us what you think. But I – I think Michigan's got a chip on their shoulder. Harbaugh will be back coaching, right? Especially after old well, dude went, what, 4-0? Yeah, Harbaugh should be back. Yeah, he was back for the Big Ten title. Right, game. so he's he's still coaching. Yep. He'll be in the playoff. They they feel like, like it's just the biggest FU to the NCAA. I think that's what's going to happen. Um, the, they finish the job, you're right. I think, I think Texas beats um, Washington. I, I, what people don't realize about Texas and why, where they give people problems, they always get up in games because their freaking defensive front, their line and their linebackers are probably all going to play in the NFL, and they don't have to blitz to do anything to create havoc. They can just sit back and, and make you have to do everything perfect to win. And I just – I don't know. The Pac-12 is not a gauntlet that I feel like has you battle-tested. Outside of Oregon, what's Washington's best win? They I mean, don't I don't have feel another like the good Big Twelve one. is either. Hmm? I don't feel like the Big Twelve is either. I feel like the Big Twelve is better. I, I know. I'm just not saying like I feel like the fact that they played Oregon twice is better than what Texas has done. Better than playing Oklahoma and Alabama. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't. I mean, Alabama's great, but I don't know about right. The like part. Texas has beat a team that's in the CFP. No, and I get that. So, I get that. And I know that seems like a lifetime ago, but. I don't know, man. I don't I just, think if they played today, it would be that way, though. You know? And I get that. I, I agree with you. I think if they – that, that would have well, been the rematch. Why didn't we get that? Since that loss, Bama's 10-0 and and that Milrow quarterback got benched then. He's started every game since then, or I think every game except one since then, and he's played lights out. So maybe that's what they needed to kind of get them back on track. I'd like to see in a Bama-Texas – game here in Michigan-Washington. You know, ESPN would love to see the SEC matchup. Oh, yeah, Bama-Texas. Oh. Well, that's what's going to happen. See, I think Bama wins and Texas wins, and they will play for the title, and I think Bama wins the title. But I am hardcore rooting for Michigan to win the title. I want Michigan to win the title. I do, too. But I think Bama's going to be Because it's the biggest FU to the NCAA from Jim Harbaugh. If I had my way, if Michigan doesn't win, somehow I'd love Washington to win. But I would, I'd be fine if Michigan took it home. I watched the Bama Auburn game. I don't know if you guys did, but I watched well, the end it. of it. And uh, Melrose, is that his name? Yep. He he looked uh, he looked a little lost. He held the ball a long time. If Michigan's defensive line can get through Bama's offensive line, they don't stand a shot. The question is, uh, how much does Michigan need to score to beat Alabama? Alabama barely beat Auburn. Yeah, but I think you kind of throw those rivalry games out. I mean, is that fair? I, I feel like Michigan fair. easily is 28. I, I think that's probably the right number. 24, man, that's getting yeah. really yeah, yeah. tough because I feel like 
Alabama can get 21-24. I agree. Probably. I think 28 is a good number for them. <sighs> but, I mean, I mean, think about Alabama in those years past. The the kick six game, like Alabama was a heavy favorite in that game. I mean, you, you never know what's going to happen in that matchup. I'm just curious what will happen with Michigan on offense because they weren't able to run the ball real well against Iowa, who is a good, I mean, good defense. If they can't run against Bama, it's J.J. McCarthy, who was in the Heisman race earlier in the year, come out and ball out because he's a really good player. But I feel like since Harbaugh left and the other guy was coaching, they're running the ball like 30 times in a row to end games. That's because no one can stop them, so they just keep running. What, I mean, the competition they're playing, though, I get it. So like, now, why would you stop? If they have to pass, how much are they going to be able exactly. to? Exactly. That's true. That's true. Not not to go completely off topic here, but I don't know why this popped into my head. Would you rather be a fan of Iowa or Penn State? Like, if you think, lived and died with that program. I sent that question to you guys before. Do you want Neil Brown to become our Kurt Ferentz? I, that's, I'm kind of tying it back to that. So, I, it's my question. Like, just the, the last 20 years of your knowledge of Iowa football and Penn State football – would you rather – and here's the dynamic to me. If you're a Penn State fan, you expect to play for a national championship, but you never fucking do. I don't feel like that's the expectation in the last 20 years. I, at Penn State, if, if it, it is. it is, delusional because no one – Am I reading I, the room wrong? Is I that mean, Penn State? No one outside of Penn State thinks that. But that's what I'm saying. You'd be that. You'd be in that Their room. fan base thing. Just like how Notre Dame thinks that, right. Penn State thinks that. James but, Franklin has them in the top 10 every year, and they want to run them out no, of but, town. No, but like the, the country. No one in the country thinks that like – uh, Notre Dame or Penn State's going to win a national title anytime soon. You always think yeah, they're a top fan 10 bases <laughs> yeah. think that they should be right there. Right, they I get it. But like should. no one else that's like not in the fan base yep. is like, nah. And I was like, we're just happy to be in the Big Ten championship. We're, we're happy to be part of this. Well, here's the thing with Penn State, you're going to be in the top 10 to 15 every year. You're going to win 10 games. You're going to play in a nice bowl game at the end of the year. That's what they've been doing ever since. So, you know, Joe Pa went down, then they have Bill O'Brien, James Francis. Uh, Franklin. Franklin. Sorry, I was thinking. I said James Francis, and I was looking at <laughs> I remember James Francis. Key, Lint, I, anyway, they did a whole skit where James they Francis him. was outside linebacker for the Bengals in the 90s. If you're Iowa – a 10-win season's as good as it gets. And a you're, you're like super excited game. about that, and you're going to tell everybody we wave at sick kids in the hospital and we're special because our program matters and we have a great university system. And, I, and like, that's all you got. I mean, it's I think it's you'd awesome. rather be a Penn State fan because you at least think, I may have Michigan or Ohio State's down. We could win the Big Ten. No, Maybe yeah, it's our year. I mean, if that's my choice, is give me Penn State all day because at least you're delusional and think you might win one. At least Iowa knows you'll never win one. <laughs> I, mean, I already on. know that feeling. I'm a West Virginia <laughs> fan. I'm I don't know. I don't know what would be better because, like, I don't know. If you haven't heard Manga in the last 49 minutes, it's because he's been eating these coffee beans. Mm. 85 of them. <laughs> I don't even know if his mic's on. It's on. Okay. I'm here. I'm glad you're he's still here. He's eating a mound full of coffee beans and also drinking uh, some kind of beer called Old Brown Dog. <sighs> He's going to be like an old brown dog at the end of the night. Made with bits of old brown dogs, so you know it's good. <laughs> it says it right there on the can, pal. It's from uh, Smutty Nose Brewing Company. Smutty Nose? Where's that based out of? No idea. Probably uh, Cleveland. We've said too much. They're not paying us to sponsor like Big Timber does. Exactly. All right. Well, who bought the kerosene heater? I did. 
That is amazing. It yeah. is hot as hell in here right now. Biggie got it, and I paid him back. Is this Dude. one even on? We might need to turn some of this shit off. I went out on Black Friday, and they had that thing sitting at Rule King, and I sent Mr. Brown a picture of it. I said, this is the heater you want. Now that it's in here and it's warm, because I came down with a dedicator and a hat because I was preparing to be cold. I'm freaking my ass is sweating up so I know. Loud. I'm like, I got to take the jacket off. It's it's rough. But uh, let's uh, let's go ahead. I'm Mongo is going to go turn he the heater. Oh, my God. It almost singed his eyebrows off. Did anybody else just see that? Holy shit. Why did he just Mongo, do that? what are you doing? Did you hit the ignite button instead of the off button? Everything was going so well. <laughs> and I didn't see what? it. There's still a flame on in there. What are you doing? <laughs> you got to hit the button down. Walk away. You press that. Or is he just trying to turn it down? We're going to stop this segment and go see if he needs uh, medical attention and maybe uh, come back and talk some hot stove. See you in a minute. Big Timber Brewery and Tap Room is located in the heart of Appalachia, Elkins, West Virginia. Their name pays homage to the surrounding forests and the industry that built the community. Big Timber makes beer we love and enjoy doing it, creating a product that we, our town, and our state can take pride in. What started as a dream became a reality in 2014 when their first keg went out the door. Their commitment to beer and community continues to grow stronger every day. Pick up a pack of Big Timber at your local store today. All right, even though it's December, it's not quite Christmas, but it's kind of like an early Christmas gift for Mr. Brown because we know he loves baseball. Hot stove can be something that's uh, entertaining. Sometimes it takes all the way until like February for a lot of stuff to happen. Sometimes it happens early. We're starting to get a lot of movement, getting a lot of commotion. You got some Shohei Otani news going on, but you had a big trade happen. Was it yesterday or the night before? Yeah, it was late last night, I believe. So Juan Soto is now a New York Yankee. Yeah, for five players. Uh, just how bad do you feel as a Padres fan where you went and paid $280 million for Bogarts when you already had two other shortstops on your roster, and <laughs> now you can't even lock up Juan Soto and you trade him to the Yankees? Well, So what makes me wonder, this kid's 25 years old, and he's probably one of the top five hitters in baseball if you know he's healthy. So why has he been traded twice before the age of, like of twenty five? Like so, is there a dynamic well, there? I think it was, the first trade from the Nationals was because they weren't going to spend the money to lock. Right, him they up. knew he was out. They like, got rid of everyone. The Padres trade, I think, has more to do with because they've spent so much money on Bogarts, Machado, and uh, Tatis. They don't have enough. They needed to dump one player and try to get depth back. I, I don't know shit when it comes to this but i feel like i've heard it and we had our our friend uh padre bod on here and the padres have this outside perspective that they aren't a really seamlessly ran organization like we were talking shit about the jaguars like are the padres the jaguars of the mlb like are they is that why he doesn't want to stay there like what would it take to make you want to leave san diego the most beautiful climate in the entire fucking planet. San Diego. Stay classy. So he's going to New York, right? And I know, look, New York's going to pay him and all that stuff. But, Dude, like, do they have a, a culture problem in San Diego? You can vacation at San Diego. You can have a hostile during the offseason. Chance to play for the New York Yankees. Come on now. At 25 years old, look at Bryce Harper. He jumped, Is that what it is? The, the Phillies. You become a... 
an all-time that's known for playing for that team. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but the last time they was in a World Series still was 1998, correct? Who's that? The Padres. Yes. 98. The, yeah, Tony Gwynn was a Yankees, Yankees yep. versus Padres with Trevor Hoffman and all them. But my, and like with San Diego, uh, it's like they don't know what their strategy is. And they have their strategy yeah, is to keep everyone guessing what their strategy is. No, they know like for the last 20 years, like they haven't even been close. And like, why would you trade for Soto and then turn around just to trade him again for five players? Like you, th- I mean, unless I think he's a Boris guy. So Boris, uh, Boris guys don't do extensions while they're under contract. They want to go to free agency. So yeah, because they're going to get a max deal that right. way. I don't think any Boris guy signs. So just contracts. real quick, is there is there a culture problem you think at all in San Diego, like locker room? I do. Office? I think it's the players there with Machado and uh, you know Tatis with him getting suspended with steroids and all that together. I don't feel like I feel like there's more a bunch of I guys instead of a team. Right. Um, but then they got rid of their coach. Um, and now they brought in Mike Schilt, you know, who was a no nonsense guy player, but he was a player's manager in, in St. Louis. So maybe he can write the ship and get them all, uh, you know, going in the same direction. But now it's without one soda. So what's the update on the Shohei Otani sweepstakes? Well, the three favorite teams still for Shohei is the Dodgers are the favorites, then the Blue Jays, and then the Chicago Cubs. That's the odds right now in Vegas. That's crazy the Cubs are uh, in this. No, the Cubs are wanting to throw everything they got at him to make him the face of Chicago. They've they've already said that in a pitch. So They already have a Japanese player. They don't need another one. If you know what the pitch was, then Shohei's not going there. That's part of his deal. Dave Roberts isn't even allowed to say he came to visit. Yeah, <laughs> you, you said that a couple weeks ago, right? Like, doesn't everything have to be hush-hush? He don't want. How do we know who the? He don't is? want teams throwing out numbers. But if a franchise says, "Hey, brother, we want you to be our face," I don't think he's upset about that. <laughs> I, I don't know. If we'll find how out. dare you say I want to be your face? Maybe the list is backwards. I haven't agreed to this. He doesn't pick the Cubs or the Dodgers. We know why. Yeah. So any any other uh, exciting uh, exciting developments? Do they do these in Nashville still? Is that where this is? The winter meetings. Oh, I have no idea where I the thought it was are. Winter Haven, Florida, Is or it Arizona, Florida? or whatever. Winter Haven. I thought I saw somewhere they do it like uh, the Opryland Hotel or something. They did. I don't know if it's still there this year. Yeah. I feel like the Braves got an outfitter since last week. Oh, yeah. Biggie can tell you about that one. <laughs> Mariners moved to slash salary. Why? You sound really happy about that. I thought you were that. a playoff contender. Playoffs? Uh, we Playoffs. were. We're poorly ran. <laughs> <laughs> are you going to trade your closer again? <laughs> Well, how many years can you trade your clothes? Probably every other. We got to develop Munoz. We'll we'll ship him June of next year. Oh. That's saying we're going for Otani. That's why we got rid of all that salary. Going to bring him in. They got Etro in there telling him. Where was Seattle at in the fish list? Back and forth on the coast there. You know, like the fish markets are throwing a fish and catching it. It's him and Shohei. You got to come to Seattle. Oh, it, yeah, hurry. Yeah. I don't even think he talked about the outfitter was Jared Clinic. Did he even mention Jared Clinic? No, Klinick? he did not mention he, that. He, was, he gave us a complete political answer like a politician. He didn't even answer the question. He just started rambling with a bunch of nothings. I can finally buy a, buy a Braves jersey. There, there you, you go. go. Silver line. Clinic has light tower power. He just can't find the consistency. However, he's a great outfielder, correct? 
Yes. Great base runner. He can play any position in the outfield but and play he's going to be playing left level. field. Think about that. Oh, you're not. <laughs> well, being on a lineup like Atlanta help maybe get him over whatever. I middle. think it will because they've already said that it's going to be a platoon between him and Vaughn Grissom in left field. So that way, uh, Clinic's going to get most of the ABs against all the right-handers. So then, and then Grissom will come in and spell some Albies in him in the infield. Will you be happy for him if he becomes an all-star, or will you be mad that this didn't happen? Ah, sometimes you got to change scenery. I'm going to tell you right now, he's going to have 25 home runs this year. I don't think that's a reach. If he'd have stayed healthy His last year, has he'd 11. Have been, yeah, but he'd have seen, been over It's 20. been like 11 in a month, though. <laughs> he can hit him quick. I like that going to Atlanta helps him right, a lot. Say, I think he will hit more home runs than Eddie Rosario hit this year. Is that fair? He should get more playing time. If he could just find somewhat of a consistent uh, strike beads. or a consistent uh, ah, not going over for 4 because defensively he's a stud. I mean, but like he'll be batting seventh, so I don't think it really matters. <laughs> what about uh, pitching? Is it, has any of these pitchers come off the market yet? Uh, we got uh, the biggest one was Nola going back to Philly, and then uh, we got uh, Sonny Gray. Sonny Gray went to. The Cardinals, three years for 75 mil. Who did the D-backs just sign? Uh, Edward, uh, Rodriguez. Yeah, from he was on the, Detroit the Tigers. Yeah. For, that was a big deal, like four years for 80, I, I know. think. No, the Reds were looking at all these guys, and they hadn't signed none of them yet. I'm curious where Bauer goes. I think Bauer has a chance to come back and be an all-star this year, and everyone's uh, laying low on him. Chad DeMarc, how do you feel about the only sign the Reds have made? It makes no sense. Well, uh, they're going to trade some people. That's the only thing. They're, they signed Candelario. They're probably going to trade uh, CES or Marte or India. It's going to be one of those guys is out. Where does Votto land? What's your prediction? Where does Votto land? Yeah. Toronto. I agree. I think it's Toronto. If he would accept the deal back with Cincy with less pay and less responsibility or retire. It depends on if he thinks he can play a lot. If he feels like he's an everyday player. That's my point. I, I don't know where the hell he goes because right. he's not an everyday player nah. for Cincinnati anymore. If you're not an everyday player for Cincinnati, you're not an everyday player in the major leagues. That's not true. Not this year. <laughs> Dude, he needs don't be to throwing retire. Shade on my team. He needs to retire. I agree. Hall of Fame? Uh, all of very good. Mm. Here's what he needs to happen, Chad. I'm telling you. He needs to sign with Toronto. And I feel like that's a place where you can have a career like year in Toronto because I feel like every time someone goes there on a rental, they always have a good year like a Edwin and Canarsion. You know, you have all these guys that go in there and they just rake for whatever reason. Josh Donaldson. So I'm like, I think if he would have a good year this year, he will stamp his Hall of Fame ballot. I would like to see that. I feel like he needs it, though. I think he's right there. Because he was one of the best players of his era. Yeah, just, he's right there. So, as a Reds fan, give, what's his career numbers? Over 300 hitter? Uh, he's right at 300. You know, career you number of runs? War is. Uh, his war, if I had to guess, his war is like a 64, 62. 400 career home runs? No. 300? 300. What's his war, Mr. Brown? All right. So, first of all, his batting average career is 296. 294. 294. 356 career home runs. Yeah. And his war is 64.4. See, I know my Joey Votto stats. But here's the thing. So, like, this year he had a 0.1 war. It's going the wrong I way. I feel like if he if he plays this year, it's got to be positive. If it's a positive war, yeah, he's he an offense. He can't offer. hurt his war. Because it's 65. Like, that's, oh, man. That's Patriots the, with the tutty. 
What? Zeke. Zeke Elliott in the end. I zone. told you all Zeke Elliott. That's the one. That's you did nice. say Stevenson's you did entrance so I can play his name out and be a homer <laughs> and no get a toddy. Oh, my God. All right. So, uh, I think anything else on Hot Stove? Not really. I mean, we're just – it's kind of waiting him at this point. I think it's kind of waiting on Otani, and then some of the chips will start falling. But uh, right now, the only problem I have with the Soto deal, real quick, the Yankees are now the third favorite with Vegas on betting odds for Beyond, winning the World Series by the behind? Braves and the Dodgers, maybe? Or is it – I don't think – I think the Dodgers probably still have a better chance than the Rangers right now. But Yankees went from sixth to third. Just went and soda. That's madness to me. I mean, I don't. They weren't six last year. They haven't changed a whole lot <laughs> in their in their lineup. How does that player make them jump to third? I, like I don't the, see it. I feel like the Yankees are always a a top five prediction. Uh, but I, I'm with you. Like as the other thing too is time has gone by. The only thing I can think of the reason why this might be is you said it's probably the Dodgers that are at, at two or one. Atlanta's up there. The reason why the the Yankees and the Dodgers might be so high is because they're still holding out hope on Otani. And if you're Vegas, no, I get it, but you it, don't want to. No, but the odds are right now. That changes when that happens. I know, but I bet I bet some of those odds they hedge that anticipation. Yeah, like they because there's only there's only five teams that Otani's going to. Yeah, and you got to be if you're Vegas, you don't want to lose the house because like just because the Dodgers don't have them now, like you're not going to say that they're a favorite. No, you got to hedge that a little bit. Well, this so, is, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I don't know which one you were looking at. I'm just checking FanDuel for reference. FanDuel has the, in order, Braves, Dodgers, Astros, Rangers, Yankees at five okay. as far as World Series. And favorites. that's after Soto, right? That's as of, yeah, right now, okay. after Soto. So, like, the only reason I brought it up is because it was mentioned in a baseball group today where I posted on there. I said, because everybody was going nuts about Soto, and I get it. Soto's a great player. I said, however... As it stands right now, the New York Yankees are still a third place team as is. Right? In their own division. Correct. And there are people a lot of, majority of people agreed with me, and then there were some people tell me you're a Yankee hater without telling me you're a Yankee hater. I'm like, pal, you're relevant to me. I'm in the NL East. I'm gonna win the NL East. Why do I care about the Yankees? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody does anymore. <laughs> Except for Juan Soto, who but gave I'm up saying, sunny like, San Diego. Like, I'm sorry I'm trying to assess a team like just openly based on their talent. Now, now if they if they get uh, Yamasudo, then clearly I feel like they could be up in the number two-ish area. You think he's going to be that much of a difference maker? I do. I think he's going to be a good starter. I really do. We, they have a great track record of success. The upper echelon guys do. Anyway. Right, right, right. Yeah, if you take one of the flyer guys, they don't ever seem to really pan nah, out. Nah, it doesn't. It's like the Braves went in with uh, someone like Takayami, Yanora, <laughs> something. How long know. was he in the league? Like, 14 days. 14 days, and they sent him back to Okinawa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, go back, pal. Hang out. That was Kenshin Kawakami. That's, uh, we That's had, what his uh, name was. <laughs> we had Shogo Akiyama. I just like saying him. But, yeah, he was he was like two years, and then he went back to Japan. I think I feel like we're talking like South Park now. Yeah. Godzilla. Oh, no. Ah, <laughs> uh, holy shit. Oh, have you want to try some of my shitty rice? <laughs> Come on, Ernie. You're on my shit, chicken. <laughs> Would you like Pessy to drink? <laughs> Die, Pessy. <laughs> I 
I, I do enjoy our conversations though, as we try to figure out like how to wrap up the show, what to talk about. And we just start talking about the most utter ridiculous things of all time. <sighs> Guillotines, Biggie. Dude, there's an amount of work that goes into those. <laughs> I mean, they've been around since the late 1700s. You think it's a French thing? What do the Germans do? What they did with everything during that time? What, what's they the last it. time, Mongo? You got your phone in your hand. What's the last time someone was killed by a guillotine? What All do you right. have a guess? I'm gonna go with uh, 1432. 1432. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> <laughs> He literally, he couldn't even type it in. He just asked Siri. <laughs> My God. It's going to shock you. All right. I'm, I need some more guesses. Well, after World War II. So you weren't even talking into your like, mic during that one. No, he was just being goofy. <laughs> I'll have to edit that. 1950, that's my guess. I'm going to say 2017. You must have some inside knowledge. How recent and specific was it? Biggie killed someone with a guillotine in the woods in 2017. Yeah. I'm thinking so. Yeah. I don't want to be any part of this. That's why I had to move back here. <laughs> I'm going to guess 1977. Oh, look, I was right. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Hey, for the record, I'm sticking to 1432. <laughs> Was it France? It was in France. All right. Oui, it, oui. Do you say guillotine or guillotine? Guillotine. Do you ever do you ever have people say guillotine though? Quesadilla? Yeah, it's just like that. It drives me bonkers. I hate that. <sighs> Quesadilla. Quesadilla. Ooh. That was uh exotic. <laughs> it's an aphrodiliac. Aphrodiliac. That's where I was <laughs> acidophilus? That's a fungus for your biome. You put the emphasis on any syllable you want. I love that phrase. That's a that's a movie. Um, is that uh, Mike Myers? I don't know. I think it is. That's a, that's a random Mike Myers movie quote right there. But Biggie, uh, did you watch any of the NBA uh, tournament here? The uh, the the in season tournament. What what do they get? Five hundred thousand dollars. I think uh, five hundred thousand for every player. So for if your guy. 10 or 11 on the team it'd be a pretty big deal for you what if you're like not even like getting playing tom would you like if you're a starter you telling you know zaza patchouli that you want his money if you're a starter making 40 million dollars a year don't you give your five hundred thousand to the 10th guy on the team the practice dummy i don't think that's how nba players work they use that money in magic city well after taxes at five hundred thousand, it's like one hundred thirty-seven thousand. so they probably just keep it <laughs> hey, did you did you see old dude from the Rockets getting in uh, LeBron's face? The coach, I'm you, Doka. Yeah, and uh, he because he, he called him boy. Yeah, did you well, hear it? Like, did they, you see where it started? No, I saw the end of it where they both got well, Houston players going to the, the hoop. Coach LeBron got a T. Houston players going to the hoop. LeBron calls, yells, travel, and from the sidelines, Udoki says, "Stop bitching." And LeBron comes over. What? He said, I said, stop being a bitch. LeBron's like, we're all grown men here. Don't use that word so casually. And then Imee says, what you going to do about it? LeBron walks over there, and then he's walking over here like, you going to do something? And they both got thrown I out. I love that. LeBron stayed in the game. They tossed the coach. He got a tee, but he didn't get thrown out. The coach got thrown out. I, I love that. I, I like the fact. I don't know why, but anytime when you, 
another player or a coach or even a fan calls a player a name like a bitch. That's a common word that we all call each other that all the time without repercussion. Well, that's that what's so soft. They can't handle it. That's what got him tossed was he was calling a bitches to start with what Mr. Brown said when LeBron finally walked over. He said, what you going to do, soft ass boy? <laughs> boy. But boy. to be fair, they're probably the same age. <laughs> they probably are. <laughs> One of them looks like Idris Elba, though. Yeah. Y'all watch out. Yeah. You're, you remember the movie Wild Wild West? With Will Smith? Yeah. Wicked, wicked, wow. Wicked, wow. That one, yeah. Well, Salma Hayek? Come on. We love Salma Hayek. We do. We yes. Do. But I just watch other movies. You should have a requirement to watch every Salma Hayek movie. Not that uh, one. But anyway, in, it was like rated PG, so you know they couldn't say any bad words. It's not a Tarantino movie. They're, they're not saying anything bad. So uh, whenever they would uh, talk to Will Smith, uh, his character, to be racist in the Old West, they just went... What's wrong? You don't like it when I call you that, do you? Boy. <laughs> and I was like, oh, boy. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I know what they really meant, but that's boy. what they said. They called him a boy. Boy. <laughs> Bitch boy would be worse. Yeah. Which Will Smith is that. So is LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> Just ask Idris Elba. He'll tell you. All right, I think we're good there. All right, so we we don't. Who's in the uh, championship? Is it the Lakers? So you had Bucks and Pacers on one side. Lakers play tonight against the Pelicans, and those two winners play each other. The Pelicans are relevant right now. Well, it's regular season games. Is Zion playing right now? Sometimes. Yes. Like, is he playing on back to back stuff? No. Him, I have him and oh yeah, Anthony you got a fantasy. So how's that working out? I, I mean, it's okay, but every so every what's day, Zion's Zion's purse right now. You I think if you had to guess, I don't know. points, rebounds, no idea. Uh twenty and eight, wow. maybe it's better than I thought it'd be. I don't know. Uh, it's but he, my roster every freaking day. It's injury reports. Everybody's out. Game time decision. Like everybody I have is always hurt. And and maybe you're all are like that too. I got like four people right now. Like Zach Levine was supposed to be out for like five days, and now it's four weeks. I mean, <laughs> you, are you able to even put people on your injured list anymore? Oh yeah, I still got. I'm maxed out, but I'm I'm good. <laughs> right? Like it's it's December. <laughs> you shouldn't be maxed out on your injuries right now. But that's where we are. Uh, Mongo, you're uh, first time with fantasy basketball. You're doing okay? I'm doing okay. I think I'm leading the league. Yeah. You were a pal. That you're was a last savant. Week. He comes in here with no knowledge, no preconceived notions, doesn't even watch the NBA. I watch the NBA. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. He watches them more than you do. A, well, that's that just means hmm. he watched a game. Correct. That's all it took. <laughs> to be more, doesn't take much. For the record, I watched two games. Ooh. <laughs> Double, double your thought takes to win our league in an NBA <laughs> fantasy. All right, so I got to switch gears because we missed Mongo last week. And one of my favorite parts of the episode is always whenever Mongo has his, I don't know what the hell we call him anymore. I feel like it's been the same for a month, but in my head, I want to call him all kinds of things. But it's just Mongo's moments. That's right. It's no longer Mongo's mentionable moments because if they weren't mentionable, I wouldn't be mentioning them. I feel like we need to put a uh, poll out there and see if we can get the uh, audience to name it better. Okay. Is that fair? But anyway, I want to hear what it. you got to say, pal. Okay. Are you ready for Mongo's Moments? Woo. Authorities have shut down a DC brothels that allegedly hosted political and military leaders. 
The brothels ran out of high-end apartments, allegedly raked in millions, and some are starting to believe politicians might be corrupt. <laughs> Just because of that new story. That's, uh, yeah. That's, what, that's, that's what's got them thinking. Oscar Pastores, the double amputee Olympic runner who was convicted of murder after he shot his girlfriend through a bathroom door. I remember. Yeah. Do y'all remember that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He said he thought somebody was breaking in through the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he shot his girlfriend through the bathroom door. To be fair, I do feel like that if I'm in public in a stall and someone starts yanking on the handle, I would react the same way. I would. Or if somebody walks up to me at a stool, at a, at a, at a <laughs> urinal, at a, sample. At a urinal, <laughs> at, a, at a tool concert and starts sexually <laughs> harassing me and then they realize they know me. That was me. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> Oscar Pistorez um, was granted parole after 10 years in the slammer. Pistorez always maintained his innocence and appealed his case, but he didn't have a leg to stand on. Oh! Man, we need the rim shot for ones like that. A baby in Alabama was mauled to death by the family's pet wolf hybrid. <laughs> the wolf was believed to be a Florida State fan. <laughs> Retired Supreme Court <laughs> Justice Sandra Day O'Connor, the first woman to sit on the nation's high court, has died at the age of 93. That's old. That's it? No. Oh. You, <laughs> no, it's not. Of course What it's do you not. follow up that with? <laughs> A hospital worker is being accused of having sex with more than 100 corpses over 15 years. <laughs> wow. David Fuller, who was also convicted. <laughs> Biggie, Biggie, you looked excited over that one. Come on, Biggie. That's because Hunter Henry scored a touchdown behind Double me. H. Oh. He's not even listening to you. Hunter Henry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought something about necrophilia did it for you there. He loves him some Sandra Day O'Connor. Necrophilia makes me think of Norm MacDonald. <laughs> David Fuller, who was also convicted of murder had his necrophilia spree uh, uncovered um, when police used DNA evidence to tie him to the 1987 slayings of two women. <laughs> Fuller committed at least 140 violations against the bodies. Oh, my God. 1987 is when he committed the murders. Okay. When did DNA come out? 2020. Yeah. A Vietnam man was shocked to discover the source of his headaches for five months was a pair of chopsticks inside his skull. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> He's got chopsticks in his skull. Yes, yes. Go on. While the man was initially surprised at how the chopsticks ended up in his skull, <laughs> he soon remembered a fight <laughs> he was involved in while out drinking. <laughs> I've got a lot of questions, too, as you all do. <laughs> Um, the number one question is, why did he have chopsticks while he was out drinking? <laughs> Maybe he was having some sake. Yeah. The surgeons were able to successfully remove the chopsticks, and they still work great when trying to eat sushi. <laughs> I just love the fact that he wasn't sure how they got there. Yeah. First. Oh, wait. Like, I don't know. How's chopsticks? I think I would remember. But then yeah. again, maybe if they were poking my brain, I wouldn't. Yeah. It's hard to tell. Some things are a mystery. 
A Taylor Swift course is being taught at the University of Florida. According to University of Florida Honors Program website, the class will be called Musical Storytelling with Taylor Swift and other iconic female artists. And we'll discuss Swift's discography while focusing on evergreen songwriting. The class is comparing her to other artists' careers, such as Aretha Franklin, Billie Holiday, and Dolly Parton. What's your feelings about that on Taylor Swift? I don't Swift? even care that she got the cover of Time Magazine as Person of the Year. She's a four. She and did. Being a billionaire she? makes her a six. My bank account makes her a ten, but she's like a five or a six. Oh, even that money don't take her above a six. You that's guys, what I said. I'm right there. That's the limit, right? You guys are way off. She looks like a bird. You, how, I mean, like, I, yes, I, she does. Now, I, I'm going to say she's a six, but her money takes her to an eight. Ooh, that's a lot of money, man. How much money? It is a lot of money. How much more <laughs> money does Tate need for her to go from an eight to a ten? Uh, probably no. about uh, five hundred mil. A couple more islands. I don't know. <laughs> a couple more. She <laughs> careful when you talk about islands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Deserted islands, pal. If she's got an island, that's fuck you, Rich. If she's got it an is, island, it is. <laughs> I got an island next to Michael Jordan's island. Yeah. You guys are way off on, on this, too, on your scales. What do you mean we're way off? Like, uh, what your rating? I didn't give you a scale. We just we all just agreed that she's, like, average at best. No, no, no. No, no, no. The, the question is, is, the question is, see, you don't understand. I've spent years perfecting this scale. And it's... <laughs> I, I feel like I'm about to listen to Barney from How I Met Your Mother. This that, is purely subjective. Um, to to looks, we're gonna throw out money. We're gonna throw out everything else. So it's just the eye check. It's just the eye check. We're gonna be completely superficial. We don't care how good of an actress they are. Or nothing. No, just their body. All right. So how are we doing this? Can Sex we like? Pill. Can we tell you people and you give us the score, or are you just gonna break it down first? I'm I'm gonna break it down for you. Okay. Okay. So. You know, you want to go, you got to, the problem is, is people put like the average hot chick at like a five, but that's not the average hot chick. That's the average chick is at like a five or six. So when you, you say the average is always a five, no, okay, no, 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 no. Cause you got to save a one for the worst of the worst. And you got to save a, a, a 10 for the best of the best. So everything in between, you know, when you're at a five, that's not a Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift is at least an eight, and 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 I'll and I'll I'll let, I'll get there. Would you brag if you if you were with Taylor Swift? Would you brag? Like just on the on the physical surface level? Yes, I don't think so. No. Um, would you want anybody to know, or would you not want anybody to know? I mean, if you're talking about guys, like we always want people to I'd guys. want a damn breakup song, it's at not, least. It's not going to be a closet one, you know? It's not like you're never going to, like some of our friends who have exploits that they only tell us when they're drunk and we're like, my God, that happened. You know, she's not that. So a, a 10 is like the creme de la creme. Who, who's a 10 to you? Uh, I, I think we're all in agreement. Selma Hayek. Okay. Now and then. Is anybody else? Well, yeah, I mean, you, you get bonus points for longevity. We've got case. a couple ladies in the room tonight. Do you even agree with, d disagree with me? Selma Hayek, a the 10. Selma Hayek, a beautiful now, woman. In her late 50s, yes. she's still a 10. I 10. That, that girl has got it going on. <laughs> Tooth nap. Oh. Mm. 
Selma Hack is up there. Okay. I get accused of being weird at the urinal. Listen to you. Oh, yeah. You should hear I talk to men at the urinal. <laughs> oh, no. It's not what I say. It's my hands that make it awkward. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. So continue on with your scoring. <laughs> okay. So you got it. You got your 10. And then you got your nine, which is like uh, your nine is like. You are really hot. You're smoking hot. You're one of the hottest chicks I've ever seen, but you're not a 10. And then then let's go to the other end. We got the one is the worst of the worst. And then two is you are really bad, really bad. I want to throw up in my mouth just looking at you. But <laughs> I've two, but I've seen worse. Wouldn't a zero be the worst? Mm, you just no. wrecked this whole scale. He did not anticipate zero being part of this calculation. You just brought it to a dead stop. Everything I thought I knew. <laughs> His I'm scale sorry. starts at one, baby. Okay? He's like that meme okay. of that woman just looking at math equations in the air right now. Everybody rates things on a scale of one to ten. Nobody does zero. That, you, you are correct. You do okay. save the zero On a though. scale of zero to ten. Yeah. It's usually one to ten. <laughs> yeah. You're right. I think a zero, they don't exist. So this person <laughs> does exist. They're just nasty. <laughs> and then we've got a we've got a we've got a two, which is you're really bad. I want to throw up in my mouth just looking at you. I, I don't think I've you're telling much. us anything we don't know already. All right, well, continue. I'm getting there. So a three, a three. That's when you just get to no. How about no? How about no? How about no? Okay. Then we got a four. A four is a four is if you were the last person on earth and the survival of humanity depended upon it, I'd think about it. That's where you get your fours. All right, pump the brakes. That's no. A four like you're probably even telling your friends about a four. That's not, not even yeah, I agree. You're not like, proud it, of five it. is average. Right. There's no way four is like last like person. You, your your scale, the curve going from two to four is like a vertical line uh for I don't know. It's not, it's still horizontal. Yeah, you're I'm gonna, telling you, you're wrong. You just gotta wait for, you gotta wait till we get to the end of the ride. Keep going. So we got a five is I would if I was drunk. That's where a five is. All right. And I think I think we can all agree on that. I would if I was drunk on a five. On a six, we got a six. Is uh, we've we've all been there. Is I would, but I don't want anybody to know about it. What? Yeah, that's where a six is. That's where a six is. A seven is you would. You don't care if anybody finds out, but you're not going to be bragging. That's where a seven's at. Mm. No, an eight. That's where you say, okay, I start bragging. And we've got our nine, which is you're great, but you're not a ten. And then so 10. who who would you put as a nine? As a nine? Yeah, just give me somebody. Okay, so I got a random person for you. Okay, where would you put Peg Bundy? Peg Bundy, Katie Seagal. Yes. Oh wow. Mm. I would put her at a seven. I wouldn't care if anybody found out, but I'm not going <laughs> to brag about it. No. <laughs> Just as close as he puts Katie Seagal to Selma Hayek on the numbers scale to me. Selma Hayek's a 10. It's hard to get to a 10. Who's a 9? Where do you you put Scarlett Johansson? Scarlett Johansson's a 9. Okay. Yeah. What about Margot? Margot. 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 Thank you for pronouncing it correctly. He's going to say 10. 
Thank I, you. I'm a 10 on Margaret. Yeah, I knew that was coming. Well, I'm a 10 so, on Margaret. All right, so back to the original. We were talking about Taylor Swift, right? Where Where's Taylor? For me, I'm bragging about Taylor Swift. She's got those rung regs. So she's an eight? She's an eight. So you're saying that Taylor Swift and Scarlett Johansson are next to the rankings. I ain't nine. No, that's it's bullshit. No, I don't. I don't agree. This either. is a terrible, terrible scale. It's the it, fact that you said you put this much time and thought and effort into it's it. It's impeccable. Is utterly ridiculous. It's, and all of us are dumber for having listened to it. Here's your two dollars. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> your scale sucks. <laughs> no, you know what it is. Here's the reality. I'm going to answer this question for him. Mongo, on a scale of 1 to 10, what do you rate yourself? He says, I'm a 10. 10. I'm That's no, why I scale screwed up. I am no 10. I'm no 10. I'm a 7. You're 7. <laughs> I'm a 7. He's a 7. <laughs> well, your scale's a 1. That's what it is. Oh, this is ridiculous. I think you buy a new scale. Go on. Uh, <laughs> no. I ain't weighing I'm out correctly. You, yeah, I'm telling you, years from now, when I'm long gone, people will look back to this podcast and they'll be like, he is the man that changed everything. I, scale. I, this is what I need from you. This is your assignment this week. You need to come with 10 celebrities that are going to be a five and up. You need to be able to fill up a five, a six, a seven, eight, nine, ten. And I want a one. And I need a one. You need a you need one <laughs> a for one through one. ten. I one can, for each. Spot. I think I can find a celebrity. And you can't that's do Kathy Bates. <sighs> Did you ever see about Schmidt when she's in the hot tub? Mm. Oh, I seen it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I rewinded it and watched it again. <laughs> You'll get it. You'll get it. You'll get one through ten. Oh my God! All right. On that note, we're hey, gonna hold on. Hold oh, on. No, is there more? <laughs> can my can my one be a cartoon? No. Ah, damn it! Only if it's hentai. No, it's gonna be Ursula. Ursula. No, that don't count. I, I, I don't know if I've ever. Ursula is at least a two. Ursula is based off of a drag queen from the eighties. Do you Did, think so? No, Divine. If you don't know this, Google. Drag queen divine. You are way too excited about this. No, yes. it's it's uncanny. His pants are showing it, that. It is. It is the same. He just looked at my crotch. He you did. son of a bitch. He, just, he did. And he, he said did. that. And he, his eyes, I was looking at him, and his eyes went down because, <laughs> hey, my eyes are up here. I know it's sweat. I'm not a piece of meat, pal. Calm down. The thing is, Mr. Brown's not wrong. You just went from six to midnight. Oh, my God. <laughs> Chad just did one of my rants. I've never heard you that animated. And that I'll let loud. you. I'll let you decide if I was getting excited about the cartoon version or the drag queen version. But for those out there wondering, just Google Divine and tell me it's not Ursula from uh, the Little Mermaid. But I'm gonna roll out on that one. There's nothing you can say after that. You son of a bitch. You brought me here, and I gotta get out. So we're gonna wrap up the show. Thanks for letting us invade your ears once again. Make sure you check out our episode for the NFL Stone Cold Lead Pipe Locks. We had the Thursday night game on the background. Biggie, how's your Patriots looking so far? Uh, they're pissing me off. They're up 14 <laughs> 3. <laughs> they're not going according to plan and getting you the better draft pick. I need to finish 2 and 15. Mm. All right, everybody, enjoy your weekend. Get ready for Christmas. It's going to be here before you know it. And make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We'll see you next week. Have a great weekend. Bye bye. <laughs>